Hey, wrestling fans. Welcome to another edition of WPOV Aftermath. I'm your host, Legend T. James Logan. With me, my co-host, the gentleman himself, Elio Canella. Elio. Yes, sir. Welcome back, brother. Good to be back. How you doing, bro? I'm doing well. You know, last... You know, last night we had one heck of a fun uh, quarantine we did. That was, that was fun. Man, yeah. That was a uh, yeah. That was fun. And uh, as far as I know, we're working on it right now. It looks like we're probably getting Savio Vega on next uh, next episode with us. Nice. That's uh, wrestling families. Yeah, we're going to be doing wrestling families. We'll have uh, Savio Vega. We'll have Andy Anderson. We'll have Rudy Boy Gonzalez, and we will have uh, Chief Atacula Kula. Awesome. Sounds, sounds like a great lineup. Sounds like a really good lineup for this sort of thing. But let's talk about today. Today we're talking Aftermath, and Aftermath is concerning days 9, 10, 11, and 12 of the G1 tournament currently being held in New Japan to determine the number one contender who will face off the champion at Wrestle Kingdom. We are now just reaching the halfway point. And, uh, man, it's been, it's been a fun ride along the way so far. I mean, let's I believe Sorry? this is this. I believe this is a second last uh, weekend because uh, on the it ends on the 18th. That's right. We'll only probably have a couple more shows before we're done this. But you know what? Let's take a look first of all at uh, a day nine. Okay. All right. Uh, opening match: Shingo Takagi defeating uh, Yojiro Takahashi. I got to tell you, I found this match a little bit unbalanced. I had a hard time believing that uh, Takahashi, of all people, would get this much offense on Shingo, of all people. I mean, I, I like Shingo, but uh, this match, it's sometimes uh, you, you like the one the one uh, guy, but it's the opponent uh, that just throws it off balance. Yeah, you know, um, I've been giving a bit of praise to the last couple matches mm -hmm. of uh, Takahashi, but this was not a good match of his. And... Uh, Boy, it was it was extremely weird to see uh, Shingo giving so much offense to Takahashi, um, but in the end, Shingo taking the win. Yep. Which I don't think anyone doubted, but wow. Okay. <laughs> Next, uh, interesting match: Jeff Cobb getting a great victory here over Jay White. I'm so happy. Your thoughts on this one, buddy? I'm so happy. I, I I'm just I'm tired. I'm over Jay White. I'm done. Yeah, it's shenanigans. Like, yeah. Oh, it's just, it's the same thing with him. It's the same thing with him every outing. Yeah, and it's tiresome. Yeah, so and, it, was uh, to see, it was good to see. It was nice to see Jeff Cobb get such a big victory. This is something yep. he needs uh, now that he's freshly in New Japan. This is a big name win for him. Uh, yeah, Jay White pulling his uh, ridiculous stuff. Uh, you know, Ghetto getting in how many times and interfering. Uh, it's just, it's an ongoing ridiculousness that I'm not enjoying. And I think Jay White is a better wrestler than this. Mm -hmm. And I get it. It's low impact. It's, you know, this, I'm sure the style of wrestling will stretch your career out quite long, but uh, nobody wants to see this crap. So I don't know. Uh, Jeff Cobb, though, getting a cool, surprising win. Uh, next one. This is, this was, this match, I wondered how this was going to go. Kazuchika Okada defeating Minoru Suzuki. Um, the battle here was, you know, you, you had uh, uh, Suzuki trying to grapple as hard as he could. Once again, we get Okada spending the entire time trying to lock on the money clip. Yeah. Gotta hate the money clip. <laughs> I, 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 
I don't know. And really, are you going to bring this lame-ass weak finisher against Suzuki, the guy who's like the king of finishers? I mean, you know, we were talking about this on the on the last episode of Aftermath, mm-hmm. how uh, we expected uh, Okada to pull out the Rainmaker closer to the closer to the end of this tournament, but mm-hmm. still hasn't done it. No, well, we're only at the halfway point, Elio. I still, yeah. I still see a few more matches before he decides to start. But you know, he takes the win here. Definitely a fluke style win. I mean, he, um, the money clip he tried multiple times and got nowhere. In the end, uh, Suzuki setting him up for the uh, gosh style pile driver mm-hmm. and uh, a little bit of uh, fancy maneuvering by Okada to roll up Suzuki for the win. Get total surprise win here, uh, Suzuki. Uh, he for such a serious guy, he sure loses his shit when he, lo- when he loses. <laughs> yeah. Up there throwing he, the biggest temper tantrum right. possible. I think I saw him uh, throw like uh, uh, one of the rails or something uh, while he was uh, walking to the back. He, he's just so hilarious. <laughs> he's, he turns into such a big baby if he loses. Uh, next match, uh, Tomohiro Ishii defeating Taichi. Uh, gotta tell you, man. Uh, Tomohiro Ishii, once again, this was probably my the, favorite the, match. Yeah, I was just about to say this was a match of the night for me. And props to Taichi, he hung in there. He took <laughs> yeah. it to uh, Ishii. He did not back down. So um, this is one of the guys who I think this tournament has really put a nice shine on. Mm-hmm. He may not have won many matches, uh, but he did get some surprising wins. But Taichi coming out and looking like a credible wrestler now. Because last year, me and you would have wrote this sucker off like, <laughs> like nothing. He was he was a joke, you know. He was yep. a, he was guaranteed to do nothing. But uh, really up in his game this year, and I'm enjoying it. Uh, Ishii, though, once again, Ishii bringing that. I mean, he's kind of the exemplary reason of why we like New Japan so much. His style is something you don't see anywhere else. Uh, so uh, that'll be two points. Then the match that looks great on paper, but I felt it didn't quite uh, deliver. It was kind of flat. It was kind of flat for me. Koto Abushi defeating Will Ospreay. Um, Abushi. Uh, spectacular wrestler with probably the worst facials in the world i <laughs> yeah something about his facials that just make me not really care a lot i mean he fires up at the end but a lot of the ways it's almost like you're waking him up or you're disturbing his sleep or something and will osprey man he is coming off as such a dick yeah I, I don't know what it is about it and i want to like will osprey i mean he's always been that really uh happy-go-lucky guy but he's he's wrestling with this arrogant attitude right now that it's just a little much and I, i'm not enjoying it at all not enjoying it uh so i gotta say this match right it was kind of flat uh we saw the usual will osprey doing lots of crazy moves not selling much uh but eating a kamagoya hey, when when, when Ibushi hit that kamagoya out of nowhere i'm like oh that's it it's over yeah, and I love how he pulled down the uh, pad to a little bit, a uh, few sequences yep. early. So you knew it was going to be a tough one. So looking at our um, at our block standings here, we have Kota Abushi uh, leading with eight points. Mm-hmm. Kazuchika Okada, Jay White, Will Ospreay, Minoru Suzuki, and Taichi tied in second place for six points. Then we have at four points, Tomohiro Ishii, Shingo Takagi, and 
Jeff Alba four points. Yujiro Takahashi at zero points. So that leaves us Kota Ibushi still at the top of the rankings here. Um, you know, he was, I think, I believe he was my alternate backup pick. Yeah. And uh, I, I still seeing him coming on hotter here. Uh, Kazuchika Okada, who was my first pick for this tournament, um, I think we're going to start seeing more wins out of him. He's had a slow start. I think he's going to stop the money clip nonsense, and we're going to start seeing some rainmakers. Uh, Jay White, well, he's just annoying, and yeah. I'm sure he's going to be a bit of a spoiler, but I don't see him in the finals. Will Ospreay, I don't want to see up there, but I, I can see them pushing him as a, as a heavyweight now. Uh, Taichi, not going to make the finals, but definitely looking good this year. Yep. Um, Ishii, man, I wish this guy got more wins because uh, he's a heck of an exciting guy. And Shingo, well, Shingo I thought would do better, but I didn't also see him finishing anywhere near the top. Jeff Cobb, uh, so far that Jay White victory is impressive. Let's see if he can get something more going. And poor Takahashi. <laughs> poor Tokyo Pimp. Uh, well, that's what happens with pimps, right? Pimpin' ain't easy, Yojiro. <laughs> All right, next we over to block B, day 10. <laughs> we open up with Hiroyuki Goto versus Tano uh, Toriano. 18 seconds. Okay, month. I have to say, uh, I, last episode I said that Zack Sabre Hiroki Goto match was like the shortest I've seen so far. This, yeah. I don't understand what happened here. 18 I, seconds. I totally I mean, understand. I totally understand. I really believe that Hiroki Goto is injured. I believe this was just a quick oh, way so, to get oh, him so in and he, out of the match. Oh, so he's still on with the injury, okay? Yeah, I believe he. Oh. I believe he's still nursing a, a bad shoulder injury, and I believe this was the quickest way to, with the least amount of damage to get him through this. Um, I predict that if he uh, fights a heavy hitter in the next round, that he's probably going to go out quick. Oh, okay. least amount of damage to him. You know what I mean? Uh, not much to say about this match. Uh, it was no. nice for somebody to uh, to just flatten Yano. Yeah. You know, because sometimes I find him funny, but sometimes I think, why doesn't somebody just punch that idiot in the back of the head and take him down? Yeah. And that's enough. exactly what happens. It's enough with the comedy. Come on. Yeah. It's, it's for some reason this year, the comedy is not working in yep. this tournament for me. Uh, next match. This next match I was excited about, and I'm going to say it was a good match, but I really did not feel it delivered to my expectations. Sonata defeating Zack Sabre Jr., and the reason I say that is if you remember last year, Sonata and Zack Sabre Jr. had quite a heated feud and their matches last year were much more frantic, much more hard hitting and much more direct. It had a lot more passion to it. This time they fought like guys in a tournament and uh, I was missing that passion. I was wondering if we were going to get that a reigniting of that and that did not happen. Um, Sonata uh, looking good. Looking good. You know, um, he's probably some people's outside pick on this tournament. Uh, Zach Saber, eh, his usual self. Uh, next, a match that I, I probably I'm going to say was the, the match I don't care about the most. Yep. Uh, Evil defeating Juice Robinson. Again, with the, uh, with the outside, I uh, helped uh, Dick Togo, like, uh, putting his arm around referee, like, taking a walk while uh, Evil. Yeah. Does, yeah. And Juice. Juice is just not cutting it. Nope. Uh, he's not doing it. His new things don't work for me. His new look, his new whatever. It just seems like just another crappy package that Juice has made for himself. Um, I almost curious of whatever is going to happen when Evil and Dick Togo somehow, if they have to collide somewhere down the road with Jay White and Ghetto. I mean, they're both Bullet Club. Mm. Which one is the leader? Um, 
it seemed like they were presenting evil as, but it sure seems like Jay White is the one with uh, Ghetto's uh, background and pushing here. So I'm not, it, that part interests me, but I don't think we're going to see it at the end of this tournament. I think that's evil, evil versus Jay White and leave Ghetto and Dig Togo in the back. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see that in this tournament. I don't think either of those guys will make it to the finals. And uh, But I think that is a match that is brewing. That is something brewing down the line. Uh, Evil seems to really think that he is leading the Bullet Club. But, man, Jay White is just uh, the biggest arrogant dick, too. So it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be interesting when those two have to collide. So Evil grabbing the two points from Juice Robinson. Next, Tatsuya Naito defeating Yoshihashi. This Once one, again, 24 I minutes. What's Yoshihashi looked good here. Yeah. Once again, he looked. The only thing I don't like with Yoshihashi is I think his butterfly lock looks very poor. I wish he'd come up with a different. Because uh, it, it, it's, I don't know if it's just the way he looks applying it, but it severely looks like you could just cough and break out of that thing. You know, it, it does not look like it has any mustard behind it. Um, Naito starting to pick up. You know, he, but yep. then again, he's a hard guy to judge because he always, you know, the whole tranquilo way is, is don't get overly worked up. Don't get too excited. Just go with the flow. And sometimes it makes you think that he doesn't care or he's disinterested. And I almost bought that in the beginning of this tournament that some of his matches, he seemed like he didn't care, mm. but he, he brings it alive. And uh, Yoshihashi, definitely this tournament has been a good shine for him. Yeah. The first time ever. I've given a crap about Yoshihashi because before I did not. If I said Ishii versus Taichi uh, was match night for me in night nine, this was a night ten. Naito and a and Yoshihashi. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say that too. Although I'd say Sonata and Zack Saber Jr. weren't too far behind, but that could have been a way better match. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then the main event of the night: Hiroshi Tanahashi defeating Ooh. Kenta. This surprised mm. me. Did not see Kenta losing to Tanahashi. Um, I'm starting to dig Kenta a little more. I'm getting his vibe there, you know, but it's sort of weird. Once again, we have a third person in Bullet Club who could easily be the leader. Yeah. So I see some Bullet Club tensions coming what, on for sure. What, what, wasn't it at some point, it wasn't, uh, weren't they going to uh, make a center of the Bullet Club around him? Because I think when he first yeah. joined Bullet Club, like he, they, he sat next to Ishii with everyone surrounding him. Yeah, um, yeah, that was the thing. And here's another thing. Bullet Club, I thought, was designed to be the foreigners coming in. But you have, like, Kenta and Evil and Takahashi. There's three Japanese wrestlers within the so-called foreign club, mm -hmm. you know? So uh, I find that really odd. So I don't know if the Bullet Club has really the point of what it was before. Um, getting back to this match... Man, what is with Tanahashi's hair? That is some goofy shit. He looks like some troll from the troll movies. I just saw troll movies this week, and I'm pretty sure that Tanahashi played the Justin Timberlake troll. As soon as I saw Tanahashi coming out, I'm like, what's, what is with that hair? Yeah, I know wow. the Japanese have this thing about wanting their hair to be different, like anime characters, but uh, Tanahashi really pulled that off. He definitely oh. looked like a rock star anime character here. Uh, like I said, though, enjoy Kenta. Uh, extremely surprised at the strong showing from Tanahashi. Yep. Um, I guess some of his fans love it when he does that air guitar shit, but I just think it's ridiculous. Uh, let's look at the ratings right now as of this night. Okay. Block B standings. At uh, number one, we have Tetsuya Naito 
Uh, who did I pick in this block as number one? Did I pick Nigel? For block B, you picked Sonata in Evil. Sonata in Evil. Ooh. Yeah. Might have I might have a rough go on this one. Okay. Uh, so we have uh, Naito uh, currently alone with eight points at number one. Mm -hmm. Then we have a four-way tie too. We have Juice Robinson, Toriano, Evil, Hiroshi, Hana, Tanahashi. Um, I'm going to have to say here, uh, look for... Wow, I would say Robinson, Yano, and Tanahashi just to fall out of that second place. I think I only see Evil uh, pulling up ahead of them. I even yeah. see Zack Sabre Jr. and possibly Kenta coming up behind. And maybe Sonata, too. I really don't see Yano, uh, Robinson, and um, Tanahashi. Uh, in third place, we have a four-way tie. Zack Sabre Jr., Hiroki Goto, Kenta, and Sonata. I think we'll see Sabre do a little more. I think go to, I think he's injured. I don't think we're going to see too much more out of him in this tournament. I think Kenta and Sonata really have to make a move here. And I think they will. And finally, in last place with two points, Yoshihashi. I expected him to be uh, at, at last place. Uh, maybe Yano being, maybe he'll pass Yano, but I doubt it with this, you know, this many uh, matches left. Um but I got to say, Yoshihashi has looked tremendous in this tournament, and I've really enjoyed uh, watching him finally come to the table. Yep. I could not understand for a very long time what anyone saw in him, but now I'm seeing lots of flashes of some really solid wrestling there. Uh, folks, we're going to go to a commercial break. Before we do, let me tell you, did you know that we have T-shirts available? That's right. WPOV Wrestling has four T-shirts for sale at ProWrestlingTees.com. If you go to www.ProWrestlingTees.com backslash WPOV Wrestling, you can see the four uh, different t-shirts we have. Three of them dedicated to WPOV Wrestling. One to, to my show, WPOV Global, where uh, you can catch the gentleman and the legend. It says that right on the shirt. It's also done in our beautiful gold insignia. Uh, love it. It's a cool, classy white shirt. I, I, I would say get it, folks, if you get a chance. Uh, the other ones look great too, the WPOV wrestling ones. Each of these t-shirts are $19.95 plus tax. The money raised from these t-shirts go into funding this show that you're listening to and other fine shows across the WPOV network. And there are other shows. You are listening to Aftermath, which is a, a show dedicated to after uh, pay-per-views, after G1 tournament things, after special things. Uh, that's a thing where it might not necessarily be me and uh, Elio. It could be Rick. It could be Tony. It could be a combination of any of us covering all no, the special that, that, also know that, that, that me puppet, and Elio have a show called WPOV. On, that puppet might actually host an Aftermath by oh, himself. Sorry? That puppet could also host a, an episode of Aftermath by himself. You never know. You know... I got to say, I don't like it when you refer to yourself as a puppet. <laughs> I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about But anyways, folks. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> so me and Elio, my favorite puppet. Well, no, I guess I like Miguel more. Anyhow, um, me and... Uh, me and Delio, uh, we host a show uh, which uh, appears every Friday called WPOV Global. It's a show where we scour wrestling across the world that's not WWE related, except for the show WWE NXT UK. But we also cover such shows. Uh, we like to do deep dive. Our biggest show coverage is probably AEW. Each episode we cover that. We take a little bit of looks at ROH, Impact, New Japan, um, Ring of Honor. MLW, and we try and show you what's some of the best stuff out there. And, uh, you know, 
that's been going very good. We also, me and Elio also do a show called WPOV Quarantine, which is a Zoom-based show that means you get to watch us, you get to see the people going on, you can also hear the audio version of it. It's a thing where I pick a, a topic of the week and I get on a couple of uh, wrestlers from around the world and we sit and discuss and we get up different points of view about the topics. Last uh, episode, as we're recording this one, we had just finished a quarantine episode uh, dedicated to the greatest rivalries. And we had guest Annie Anderson, Raven Lake, Chief Atakula Kula, and me and Elio, we talked about some of our favorite rivalries, the things that got us into rivalries. Why do rivalries work? And uh, can they work down the road in today's climate and uh, and things? And of course, the flagship, the granddaddy of them all, WPOV Wrestling, hosted by Tony Diaz and Rick Serrano III, where they take a deep look at the weekly goings-on within the WWE. That talking SmackDown, we're talking Raw, we're talking NXT, uh, we're just talking NXT. And they also do a really quick coverage of AEW because we got this ongoing thing which involves all of the people in the WPOV network where we vote on which was the better. I believe they call it the Wednesday Night Delight where we have uh, AEW versus NXT. Gotta say, NXT uh, has kind of won last year, the first year of AEW's inception. Um, we'll talk about that more on Global this week, but... Uh, Definitely, those are some shows you want to find. And if you want to find those shows, you can find them on Facebook, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Podbean. Oh, my God, I remember Podbean. <laughs> um, so uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we get back, we're going to talk about days uh, 11 and 12 and uh, see how things are going in this great, fun, extremely long, extremely grueling tournament called the G1 Climax. See you folks in a bit. Hey, folks, let's take a look now at day 11, okay? Day 11, I got to tell you, Elio, we've talked about, you know, sometimes there's been one, two, maybe even three matches that are really good. Mm -hmm. Day 11, I got to say, every single one of these matches was damn good on here. I really en highly enjoyed I, every I single did. match. Yeah, I enjoyed day 11 a lot more than I think day 12. I think it's been my favorite uh, day of all the days so far. But let's take a look. First, the opening match, Tomohiro Ishii defeating Yojiro Takahashi. Once more, Yojiro staying at the zero. Um, Tomohiro here putting on a good display, but kind of a, uh, you wondered how this was going to go. I mean, the thought of, of uh, Taka, uh, you know, Takahashi standing toe-to-toe -to -toe with uh, Tomohiro doesn't really seem to fit, and it didn't. I mean, yeah. the first four or five minutes of the match, uh, Takahashi jumps, uh, Ishii and uh, kind of gets you know some stuff on him before you know uh, I loved the comeback I loved uh, Ishii leaping forward with that snap headbutt right into the jaw of Taki to, you yeah. know of Yajiro Yajiro going down hard that was those are the moments where you think super cool but man that crap has got to be tough on your head I mean you know, and I, and I love when uh, Takahashi is just like punching Ishii and he's just like sending their stone face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, another, you know, surprisingly good showing by Takahashi, but uh, uh, Ishii getting the win in here being solid. Uh, we move on next to, I thought was a kind of unique battle. Uh, Kazuchiko Okada defeating Jeff Cobb. Mm -hmm. uh, Jeff, man, doing the power moves. You see, there was there was one time during this match where he basically held Okada and he like spun him and flipped him in midair to catch him to throw him into the tour of the islands. Yep. Okada is not a small guy. 
that was that was impressive. Um, I actually thought for a couple moments there that maybe uh, maybe Cobb was going to take the win. Um, once again, Okada staying away from the Rainmaker. He's really trying to win oh, matches. Uh, okay, you see, I've been I've been trying to figure out like what you're talking about with the money mm-hmm. clip because I wasn't sure like yeah, yeah. which what exactly it was, and then I, I I saw it in this match. I'm like, no, that I don't like that. No, I'm not a fan of the money clip. I don't like that finisher at all. And, and and how does he think a man as big as Cobb, who's got such upper body strength, to try and throw that on him? Not going to go. But Okada gets the win using pretty much the same move he beat uh, Suzuki with a couple of nights ago. This kind of inside sliding uh, pin was pretty good. Pretty good. Good match. Like I said, this whole this whole card was good. Uh, Will Ospreay defeating Minoru Suzuki. Oh, no. Suzuki looking really good here. Uh, yeah. Osprey, I think this is so far one of the few matches where I didn't think Osprey was such a dick. Uh, he actually did, performed well. I love how he tried to use the hidden blade to take out Suzuki, and Suzuki ducked the last second. Uh, but it ends up winning with the Stormbreaker. And uh, this is a major win. And think about this. Uh, Suzuki is the never open weight champion, which means this will give Will Osprey an automatic title shot later on down the road against him. So good victory for Osprey. Uh, Okay, this has finally found a Jay White match I enjoyed, despite the fact he still played the same chicken hit ridiculous chicken shit ridiculous stuff, and that has to be Jay White against Taichi here. Mm-hmm. I, I like this match because they basically it was so funny right at the beginning. Soon as the bell goes, they both roll out of the ring and then like trying to convince get the other one to go in. Yeah. All the they they basically did all the crappy things to each other that the other one would do. Um, came very close. Uh, Finally, at the end, Taichi going down. Uh, I like Taichi's spirit. He was still trying to fight after this uh, after this match. Like I said, this tournament has Taichi and uh, Yoshihashi have probably had the best bump up in uh, stock of who they were over this tournament. Uh, and then we get to the last, uh, the main event: Shingo Takagi uh, defeating Koto Abushi. This was a surprise. I thought Abushi was going to take this one. This was a really good. Um, a really good match a lot of hard hitting a lot of heavy duty strikes um but definitely a total win for shingo blocking the kamagoya yep. and uh and using the last of the dragon to take out uh to take out kotobushi i like that i, I think, like that move the finisher last of the dragon yeah One, it's, two, it, three. Yeah, it's, it. it's a good move uh i think this hope i think this might derail abushi a little bit he had a lot of momentum going in here um yeah this 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 was interesting by by far uh one of, the whole card was just so damn interesting and this was a pleasurable main event and i gotta say i enjoyed that a lot uh let's look at this uh block now uh bushi still at the top uh jay white uh nearing the top will osprey okada and shingo actually right up there uh ishii near the bottom and takahashi still at zero points um, I'm going to say that right now, uh, momentum is starting to shift over towards Okada and possibly Will Ospreay. Uh, I think maybe Abushi got settled down a little here. And mm-hmm. like I said, I just see Jay White not going to the finals for sure. Let's okay. move now over to uh, day 12. Okay. And talk about everything was a step down here. I mean, <laughs> so not only was. Is Goto still injured? Yeah, I believe he is. I, and we'll get into that. Um, okay. Looking at this, I mean, what a step down. I mean, first of yeah. all, the quality of the matches were not the same. And did you even catch 
uh, the arenas. Now they're like in some kind of like it looks like a gymnasium. Basketball. Yeah, it was like yeah, in a gymnasium, yeah. poorly lit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or not poorly lit, but like just a, a what's the word? Like just overly lit. It was just like nobody yeah. turned on anything. Uh, it felt like a, a indie riffic American show for sure. It's like um, I was back in high school. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. Um, so, but let's get into the matches here in B Block opener. Hiroyuki Goto defeating Yoshihashi. This was actually a really good match. I didn't have much high hopes for this. This definitely was a good match worth watching. Yoshihashi, once again, showing that maybe, well, he's not winning. He's making himself somebody to watch. And see, um, this, is what, this is what I'm talking about. Because this one was 14 minutes. The other two that he had were three minutes, eight and 18 seconds. Right. But I still think if you watch closely, uh, Goto protected his shoulder quite a bit okay. in this match. Uh, just what, just if you watch uh, a lot of the things, I mean, near the end, Yoshi started trying to attack his arm a bit and his shoulder, but it seems like Goto was definitely favoring it. I have a feeling he's still, he's on a broken wheel, sort of, you know, he's like uh, usually what you expect out of Tanahashi, you know, mm -hmm. uh, he, he's rising up. This was a very good match though. I got to give it that. Um, moving on to Zack Sabre Jr. defeating Toriano. Uh, I got to admit, this is the first Toriano match that I kind of dug a little bit. I thought it was a little funny. Uh, it was ridiculous that the referee kept checking him and he kept pulling out tape regardless. Uh, there was even a time that the third time he pulled something out, Zach was like, why didn't you see that the first two times, idiot? Like, you know, like he was getting mad. Uh, when he taped Zach Sabre Jr.'s hand to a chair inside of a, a steel thing, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Almost caused him the match. And then the best part. That was when uh, he was that they were on the outside. And yeah, he yeah. Take, yeah. Yeah, and then, he, and then Zach gets in by the 20 count, but he's still, of course, taped to the chair. Meanwhile, Yano starts yelling at the ref, he's bringing a chair in. That's not fair. He's bringing a chair in. Meanwhile, he's the guy who's taped it. So it, it was pretty funny. Uh, in the end, though, um, Zach Sabre Jr. getting that figure four looking thing, uh, that kind of heel hook kind of thing, and uh, taking Yano out, making him tap. Uh, a good win for Sabre. Uh, now, here's where things for me kind of got a little bit disappointing sonata versus kenta in my mind should have been a way better match than this was uh, i was i was a bit disappointed um yeah this one could have been better i i it was okay i liked it okay but it could have been better than it actually was well let's 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 uh, call a spade a spade here it was basically like they stayed in first gear never shifted up never got as as much as it could have been uh the end having uh kenta trying to use a his uh his um, briefcase to yep. whack yep. to whack uh, Sonata with it, but gets drop kicked in the face with it. And they're in there a few moves later and Kenta's done. Uh, like I said, okay, match, a good solid win for Sonata in this tournament, but not exactly one of the best matches for sure. Uh, then we move on to Tatsu Naito versus Juice Robinson. This was a tough one for me because Naito really wrestled well here. And um, that, if you heard, I just gave it, I gave it two cannon shots in the background. It was, it was a good match. Uh, Robinson's still not really doing it for me, but this is probably one of his better showings in this tournament. Naito looked like he woke up. He, he woke up this, and he came to fight this time. And uh, it was a terrific match, uh, regardless of the, maybe the opponent wasn't the greatest. Uh, good win for Naito. Uh, then Evil versus Tanahashi. Um, once again, Evil relying on the whole ridiculousness of Togo and interference and cheating. I'm not digging evil right now. I'm not digging evil. Okay. I know there's a time and place for these kind of shenanigans, but um, 
I don't think he's the guy for it. I'd rather see him uh, be straight up tough guy that he used to be. Now this puts us at the end of uh, day uh, day uh, 12 here on uh, the B block. Stating at the top, Taetsu Naito with 10 points, meaning he's only lost one of the six matches he's been in. All right. <laughs> Evil at second place with eight points. Then we have a like a six-way tie. Tanahashi, Robinson, Sabre Jr., Yano, Goto, and Sonata all tied at six. Kenta with down with four points. And Yoshihashi at his two points now. And with the way points are laid out, he's been officially eliminated. Yeah, I I noticed the the third color code, the blue, which is uh means that they can't win their their block. So when we look at it, that puts Yoshihashi definitely out. I don't think we'll see much from Kenta. Uh I don't think Sonata, Goto, Yano, Robinson, or Sack Saber Jr. really have much of a chance, to be honest. I think it really comes down the end here to Evil and Naito. Now, I believe I picked Evil and Sonata, did I not? Yep. Okay. So, Naito, I still don't see it's really a hard proposition having the champ win the tournament. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's going to happen. I still think Evil is probably somehow going to squeak up here. Uh, I don't know what that says for a finals, though. But that's the way things are, are right now. A very strong Naito, a very devious, a very devious Evil. And I don't think we have much threat for the rest of the guys in this tournament. So, folks, we'll be continuing on. This is our second, or was it second or third aftermath? This is our third aftermath. This is our third. We'll be back after the next four-day block, and we'll be uh, countering along, uh, following along this tournament, seeing how things turn out. Uh, I've got to say, if you want to watch a match for tonight, for uh, day 12, the match I picked to watch, you know what? I'm going to go with Zack Sabre Jr. versus Toriano. Or Tetsuyo Naito versus Juice Robinson. Okay. Yep. That match and, uh, wasn't bad. And day 11, I'm going to say every single one of those matches <laughs> yeah, was 11. pretty darn good. They I all delivered. Day 11 was great. So, all right. So, fans, we'll talk to you next week on Aftermath. Don't forget to check us out over on WPOV Quarantine. Guess what, Elio? What's that? I lined up Savio Vega. To join us on the next episode of Quarantine. We're going to be talking about famous wrestling families. We want to talk about some Puerto Rican families like the Colones. Well, who would be a better representation than Savio Vega, the the Caribbean legend himself, coming up. And he's going to be talking with us. We're going to have uh, Rudy Boy Gonzalez talking all about the Texas area. We're going to have Chief Atacula Kula talking about a lot of the Mid-South area wrestlers, you know, the families and things. We're going to be talking Canadian stuff with me and Andy Anderson. We'll be talking hearts and and. It's, I think it's just going to be a really fun episode, man. Looking forward really to looking that. forward to it. So, folks, you can see WPOV Quarantine. Uh, usually, what 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 days is it on? Is it Mondays? It's on Tuesdays. Mon- Tuesdays, I believe. They go yeah. up on Tuesdays. You can find us Tuesday nights. We just Sorry, we just had a shift. It's not like we don't know what we're doing. It's just, we had a shift in programming. You can find Quarantine Tuesday nights. It's our Facebook Zoom show. Uh, for now, you, get, uh, you can get either of these... Um, other of these kind of episodes either on Facebook or you can see a, uh, a video version of it on YouTube. You can also find us uh, you, before I get into all the platforms, we have some other shows, WPOV global where me and Elio uh, we're heavy on the AEW breakdown, but we also take a look at some of the minor places like uh, ROH, MLW, NXT UK, and uh, sometimes impact, you know, uh, 
Then there's also WPOV Wrestling, where you have uh, Tony Diaz and Rick Serrano III talking all the in and outs of the WWE, including Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. And it has our kind of synergy where we do the Wednesday Night Delight, where we compare AEW and NXT, and we put our votes in, they get our votes, and we decide who won the match, you know, who won the, the night in quality that night. So, folks, uh, lots of stuff. You can find all of our shows on TuneIn iHeartRadio, Spotify, Podbean, and uh, where can we uh, people write in to, uh, to talk about anything that they may have heard on our shows? Oh, yeah. So you can write in to us on Facebook at Wrestling POV Podcast, Instagram Wrestling POV1, and Twitter at Wrestling POV. You know what, folks? Yes, it's a lot of work watching all these Japanese shows every single night. It's a lot already on our plates, and this is added on to it, but I got to tell you guys, we love it. Me and Elio enjoy every it's year when the, when the G1 comes. Yeah, it's it's fun. And uh, it sets the whole tone of the rest of the year for the for the uh, New Japan organization. And uh, we're looking forward. We're going to keep uh, trying to assess it as best we can, talk about some of the matches, uh, put in our guesses, and see where it's going. Meanwhile, we want to say to you fans, take it easy out there. Be safe. Be nice to each other. Be kinder. These are these are tough and trying times. This COVID thing is kicking us all in the ass, and uh, it's costing jobs, it's costing things, it's families, all sorts of stuff out there. Lots of bad and negative going on. We're wrestling fans. We don't need to get into that. You're part of the fraternity of wrestling fans, the people who enjoy this stuff, the people who could talk to each other on a bus because we're each wearing a, a Stone Cold T-shirt or a Bullet Club T-shirt or some kind of thing like that. You're part of a group of people who love wrestling. Be good to each other and let's spread that out to the non-wrestling lovers and let's show them why we love wrestling. Maybe we'll convert them over. Who knows? But all I can say is be good, be kind, and be safe. Elio? Yes, sir. Say goodnight to the good people. Right. Fans, we'll talk to you all next week.